Now, but the image data was not greatly structured. It was primarily tons and tons of images, but we wanted to start deciphering information from the images, not just mere photographs and videographs. Can we start looking at more information directly from the images itself? Technologists, entrepreneurs, and science fiction writers all seem to agree that, for better or worse, drones will be a ubiquitous part of our future. Among the many possible uses, drones' ability to capture images seems especially potent, but perhaps still yet unrealized. With a background in image processing and data visualization, Bhaskar Raghunathan wondered how a drone imagery could be put to better practical use. And this question led him to found Tukvavia, a company that analyzes image data and translates that information to useful insights. They currently focus on agriculture and solar sectors, but the potential seems vast. In this episode of Uptech Report, Bhaskar tells us the story of his company and how his technology works. Bhaskar, I'm excited to be with you and learn more about the journey that you've been on. To start us off, can you describe your company in about five seconds? What would you say? Uh, A growing tech company using machine learning. Growing tech company using machine learning. And the problem that you've really honed in on solving, what is that? We're looking to solve fundamental asset management problems for large-scale industrial applications, uh, be it renewable energy, infrastructure, agriculture. We're looking at how image data can actually enhance field operations. And we are converting a lot of unstructured image data to structured metrics that will actually deliver insights on how your field operations are improving so that your operations could be more efficient than what they are currently now. For you, is this your your first startup running? Yeah, this is my first startup. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and it's been five years. Uh, I would say four years. We complete for tomorrow. Oh, wow. All right. Well, happy almost anniversary yeah, yeah. of that growth. So this realizing uh, the, the problem of, of large-scale assets where we have tons of, and particularly you said mentioned solar, um, and what was the other one? Um, agriculture. Agriculture. Tons of assets being able to use um, data, aerial data, to understand what are problems and being able to fix them. How did, how did this really hone in uh, at the beginning in the past four or five years now of right. the, how you started and realizing we got to solve the solution to now where you are today? Got it. So uh, the, the fundamental strategy uh, builds on uh, how we could use large-scale image data. Uh, the story of the startup, uh, we were passionate engineers. Uh, I started it and I had a few interns working with me. We wanted to understand how... Uh, a quadcopter, uh, a, a very a simple version of a drone, could actually help people in solving some fundamental problems. So when we started building a quadcopter, we started looking at, we were able to get a prototype within three to six months of time, and we were able to successfully patent it as well. And once we got that done, we said, okay, why don't we put to real-time applications? And at that was the time when people were looking at how data can actually drive a lot of uh, decision-making, and it was all image data. Right now, but the image data was not greatly structured. It was primarily tons and tons of images, but we wanted to start deciphering information from the images, not just mere photographs and videographs. Can we start looking at more information directly from the images itself? We talked before here about the fact that, you know, you, you're not necessarily focused on, Hey, we're, we're on the drone side, right? Uh, of right. You're, you'll assist with it, but help me understand and give a use case of, uh, all right, where, where do you really heavily play on? And then how do you 
uh, work with others to even license right. out your technology. Right. So, so the, the core strategy that we have is our image processing and machine learning algorithms that's completely AI driven, where that in itself is a plug and play module where we operate with uh, uh, drone operators, we operate with flight planners, we operate with asset owners, where they do the data acquisition themselves, they know how their asset is actually behaving. We bring in the inside part to the data that they collect. We tell them that your asset is actually doing this well, you need some more things that need to be done, you need to improve process here, your inventory is being controlled this way, and that's our key focus. Now, there are lots of flight planners, there are lots of pilots who actually collect a lot of data. We provide the information to the data that they collect in a very seamless format, and that's where the partnerships are happening. So we're looking at partners who have flight management uh, systems, right? Uh, uh, they might have tens of drones or 20 drones in their system itself that might be flying all over the globe uh, or at different locations in the US. And they would want, they have a platform to monitor all their flights. But do they have a very seamless connected platform inside those flight management systems to tell what is happening to each and every single asset? We're launching our subscription-based model uh, for a couple of our products. This is in the solar PV industry. Uh, we'll be launching them early May. They're supposed to launch it uh, uh, sometime back, but the current scenario is we're looking for the right time. We have a product in place. Uh, we want to understand uh, uh, what would be the, uh, the right time to get into the space because we already offer a lot of services. So tell me more about like, let's dive in a bit more of why is it different? Like the right. concept itself is not unique, but tell me, you, uh, you talked right. about really going into the different layers. Right. So, so individually, so let me take one particular example, right? Uh, I'll take an example of solar PV and then probably extrapolate it to what we're doing in agriculture as well. Uh, some of the key things that we have done over the last few years is to understand where the exact use case of our algorithms is. So when I say use case of our algorithms is we have a lot of data that we have collected based on the projects that we have already done. And we are running through machine learning algorithms that are actually able to reduce the turnaround time for processing all this information, right? So the image supply chain of how the data getting collected is getting transformed into metrics that's gonna get the decision being done, that image supply chain is what we are disrupting in a way, right? Because you lot of image data gets a lot of time to process, and there are large-scale GAS industries that are working in this space to crunch all this data into meaningful numbers. Our algorithms are really quick and really good in compressing all this information into meaningful metrics in a very short span of time. Would you say, because you do have your, your, your multiple places around the globe that, that you're able to, you're right. serving right now, but I'm sure. curious okay. that, that, uh, that imagery, does it look different? And is the machine learning algorithm able to understand the differences? Yes, so, uh, so there is uh, definitely a key role in how geography plays a, uh, in collecting the data and the type of data sets that we have. To give you a, a good picture, um, we're right now handling some of the assets in Texas. We're also handling some of the assets in, in India, in Rajasthan, right? So in Texas, the place that we are operating, it's a green field on top where a solar PV asset is getting built, whereas in India, it's on top of a desert, right? So there itself, you, know, you have a huge difference. Right now, our algorithms are not just look at the background on or the, the terrain on which it's getting set up. We look at the individual assets that is getting built, meaning uh, the structures that go into solar PV 
it's going to be the same vertical pose. It's going to be the same set of modules. It's going to be the, the same set of module modeling structures. Fascinating, fascinating. And uh, this this technology where you really hone in on on that the image processing and the machine learning, you you are now licensing it to others. This this program. So if other uh, we talked about earlier. Um, um, drone operators, whatever, they could even be using your platform. You're looking to do that? Exactly. Exactly. So some of the key things that we're looking at partnerships is uh, drone operators who actually have their own drones who fly and collect data can directly dump the data directly to our platform mm -hmm. and use the AI algorithms and the, and, the, and the analytics tool for themselves and then display it out as of their tool so, so that they could white label the stuff and then display it as uh, their product. So the licensing is what we are very focused on because we know that there are quite a lot of pilots who have a lot of drones and who actually want to show meaningful information from the data that they collect rather than mere photos and videographs. What's the future for your company look like in the near term and long term? So the next year, what, do you, what are you working on? What are you seeing that you're heading to? And then the long term, Great. five, 10 years, where are you headed? Great. Okay. So the, 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 this year and the next year, uh, we're just focusing on expanding our territory, expanding our business in these domains in the U.S., <laughs> primarily in the space of renewable energy, infrastructure, and agriculture. That's been our key focus. Um, in the next five years, our focus is to get into, uh, build a much larger tech company that's completely image data driven, mm -hmm. and that's gonna be largely AI driven. When I say AI driven, uh, we have not forayed into spaces of uh, asset management at a much lower level. We wanna get into industries. We wanna get into media and communications where uh, there are multivarious use cases that can be driven based on well-annotated image data set. Now, our algorithms are completely focused on image data. We're slowly delving into uh, the audio space as well. Uh, we're looking at solving some uh, completely different set of problems. We're looking at mental health, how uh, video and image data could solve problems in mental health. Can we decipher uh, a person's facial expression uh, when he is actually speaking? Right? Uh, can we tag it to an emoji uh, when he's actually speaking and, and identify what's going through his brain? Right now, because we deal with raw sets of image and video data. Right now, we know what all image and video data can do. So we want to understand, build our algorithms on a much higher and a better pedestal, so that we'll be able to solve uh, much more complicated problems uh, in the next uh, three to five years. Be sure to check out part two of my conversation with Baskar, in which he offers some important lessons in developing a product and discovering its real-world applications.